This is the Old Republic Podcast. Spoiler warning for the Knights of the Old Republic series, Star Wars, The Old Republic, and all other media. This is where the fun begins. Right. Hello, everyone. Tis the season for terrifying tales. So we have a new Lego Star Wars uh, project out came out on October the 1st. And we were pretty excited about it and wanted to do a quick kind of podcast to, you know, chat about it a little bit and uh, get our reactions to it, you know, what we thought about it. And, you know, just uh, just have a little bit of fun here because these Lego Star Wars stories are pretty good. So uh, Cassia, Terrifying Tales uh, just came out. Were you looking forward to this one? Yeah, I mean, I had such a an unexpectedly fun time watching the Lego Holiday Special last year. And mm-hmm. so I was looking forward to uh, Star Wars, or I suppose Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. And yeah, so it, it was fun. So I liked it. Yeah, it's uh, tiding us over, I guess, until we get the Lego Star Wars video game but i'm a big fan of the lego star wars stuff i remember seeing i had it on like a dvd or something but my nephew is watching them uh several years ago and i don't remember exactly which one it was it might have been like the the droids one or something like that but just watching it and just kind of the the humor in it and the way they kind of you know poke fun a little bit at star wars at at itself it doesn't take itself very seriously but i think these stories are pretty fun and i really like the you know, kind of doing like these holiday type tales. So we have Halloween here. Obviously, this one we had uh, Life Day for the holidays last year. So um, I hope we get more projects like this from the Lego Star Wars team. What other holidays do you think we could get like Day of the Dead or like springtime or Hanukkah? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I bet you know what I bet? I bet we will see something Valentine's Day related at some point because they had those Valentine's oh. Funko Pops last year, uh, which which was <laughs> that what would I, be so cute. Which is what I got from my Valentine. Uh, she got me a couple of those. So yeah, I think a Valentine's uh, Lego Star Wars story would be pretty fun. Yeah, I've gotten nothing from my Valentine. No, just kidding. Um, oh, uh. but. Yeah, so Valentine's would actually be hilarious because I think they could do have a lot of fun poking fun at like the different love stories of Star Wars, especially through the lens of like Legos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just imagine what they could do with Attack of the Clones, like oh, just yeah. playfully kind of ribbing on like the dialogue, but like I think like in a in a fun, you know, not ironic way, but just having fun with it, you know, like people. Mm-hmm love Attack of the Clones unironically, I think, like, despite any flaws, you know, like, we were on Galaxy of Film talking about Attack of the Clones, so, mm-hmm. yeah. If anyone is listening to us, I doubt it, but, like, make the the Lego Star Wars Valentine's Day special happen if if you're listening to us. Yeah, that would be, that'd be a pretty fun tale. Um, and this one kind of did the kind of similar to the way that the Life Day special did, where it kind of, like, wove in and out of the, you know, the different uh, eras of Star Wars a little bit. So let me, uh, I'm going to, I'll read kind of this uh, synopsis here off of the Disney Plus. So 
Um, after crash landing on the volcanic planet Mustafar, Poe and BB-8 search for help within Darth Vader's creepy old castle. There, they encounter a conniving hut, a plucky mechanic, and Darth Vader's old attendant, Vinay, who regales them with three terrifying tales linked to ancient artifacts and iconic villains from across all eras of Star Wars. Did you think they were making fun of the Star Wars hotel? Uh, I, I don't know. I could, I, <laughs> I could maybe uh, see that. So, uh, side note, the reservations for the Star Wars hotel, I think, go live at the end of the month. So, I guess everyone just... Uh, hold on to your uh, pocketbooks for that. But yeah, maybe they were a little bit. Um, not really like Darth Vader's castle as a location. Um, I think it's yeah. it's pretty cool. It's cool looking. Mustafar is cool. Um, if you've ever played the uh, the Vader Immortal, um, you know, the uh, VR thing on the Oculus, or I think it's on the PlayStation VR now too, that takes place like underneath of Vader's castle, which is cool. So um, yeah, as a setting, I think that that one's pretty fun. I, I wish I had played that, but I've watched the playthrough. Mm. I think it'd be so creepy to, to play that one. When I was in Disneyland, you know, before things went down last year, mm -hmm. I did uh, play The Secrets of Mustafar, and there's that different lightsaber blade in it that makes an appearance towards the end of it, and you just kind of yeah. see it, and you're like, oh my goodness, what is that? You know, it just looks otherworldly even for star wars and mm -hmm. uh, darth vader makes an appearance at the end and you're like okay i, I like i know it he's not there but you're still scared right. you know <laughs> so so in a way i've played something vader immortal you know adjacent i guess yeah there you go um but yeah so this the story get, is pretty fun like i said so poe and bb8 crash they go into this uh castle that uh, you know, one of the uh, the uh, Hut Clan uh, guys, because it's uh, Grabala, I think is his name, um, and he's turning it into a hotel. So they, you know, go in. I like it. He's trying to get Poe to be like the uh, hollow spokesperson for the hotel. I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I thought they were kind of making some jokes about the Star Wars hotel, but maybe that's just me. And I always love Vader's castle. It, it always reminds me, like, of uh, Frankenstein or Dracula. Like, it's just such a cool location. Mm -hmm. And it is... Uh, at first I was like, why isn't this, like, Finn or Ray-centric? But Poe isn't Force-sensitive, so that kind of makes sense with, uh, you know, Dean, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, who is Force-sensitive? Because or else, like... Finn and Ray probably could have just handled it. Yeah, they they would have known uh, something was up for sure. But yeah, it, they have these um, these like Sith artifacts, right? So there's there's one. Uh, it's the uh, Mask of Ren. So we get a little story about uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, one is a um, a broken lightsaber, or I guess it's a, a repaired lightsaber. Um, by the time they get it, and what's the the last one is like a oh, it's the uh, the Wookiee paw. Uh, which is a play on the uh, the monkey's paw, monkey's paw. Uh, yeah. which which is uh, <laughs> which is a really fun one. That one, well, I like I like the uh, Kylo Ren story, and I like the uh, Wookiee's paw uh, were yeah. were my favorite of the the three. Same here, and I think they started off with the Lost Boy, and I'm like, oh, just hitting it with the Peter Pan comparisons and Ben Solo, and it was kind of like a streamlined, you know. Uh, simplified version, you know, like if you're gonna get Charles Soule's like 
Kylo Ren comics in Lego form, that's pretty much what we got. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny, but it's so hilarious that, like, in the external material other than the movies, they make it abundantly clear that, like, Ben, Kylo Ren didn't kill everyone at the temple. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if they would have made that clear in the movies, like more people would have been rooting for Ben slash Kylo Ren and maybe he'd still be alive. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see if I, if his story gets any more love, but yeah, his, his was really fun. I liked, um, so, uh, Ben Solo was voiced by Matthew Wood. Who's, you know, the big sound guy, um, at Lucasfilm. I didn't Uh, know that. So that's pretty cool. And then, uh, Ren was voiced by uh, Christian Slater, so that was uh, uh, pretty good. I like they were they were calling him Kylo, like as an insult, and then that was how he uh, took on his name. I, I thought that was funny, um, and I also kind of like how the titles, uh, like the Lost Boy, the Wookiee's Paw, and the rest, like it was made to kind of look like the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. like kind of title cards and stuff. So, lots of different little uh, horror and scary Easter eggs, I guess. Yeah, you had yeah those were were cool. You had in the uh, the Lost Boy one there with uh, Ben Solo. You have uh, Ren's face coming through the ceiling, uh, which is like a Freddy Krueger and Friday the Thirteenth. You have like a Jack Nicholson, um, you know, in The Shining when the battle droids like through the door and then he, you know, hears whatever his, uh, you know, BT number was or whatever. Uh, that was pretty funny too. So. It was a really long number. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was kind of less into the dueling monstrosities mm-hmm. uh, part. It's like they kind of talk about Grievous and Maul. I think they, sh- they should have just had one, honestly. Just one or the other. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was fun to see like Spider, Darth Maul, and it was fun to see uh, Grievous, especially like in this Lego thing. I like uh, when he, <laughs> when uh, Vinay's telling the story about Darth Maul being, you know, with his spider legs and uh, pose like people really believe <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, which Sam I thought Whitmer, was, which yeah, I thought was pretty funny. A good voice yeah. actor. Um, yeah. I wonder if they were trying to like kind of parody, like I don't know, like. Godzilla and Kong and like all these different movies where people duel but it kind of just seemed a little bit of a of a throwaway I'm like just choose one or do three you know but yeah yeah the best part of that one for me was when um when I was at Darth Maul I guess got back with the lightsaber and uh, Emperor Palpatine was whistling uh the Emperor's theme which I thought was pretty funny so yeah but I think, like, the funniest one was the Wookiee's paw. Mm-hmm. Um, I could honestly see a what-if, like, Star Wars episode, like, like saying, like, what if, like, Skywalker, like, what if Luke Skywalker was a crybaby and joined the Empire, like, and I honestly believe this to be, you know, pretty much canon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's just... Luke Wines, you know, like, I feel like if Leia would have been there, she would have found a way to deal with it, you know, less whiny. Oh, yeah. 
And that was so great because she was flying an X-Wing and uh, old Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan was, was flying, flying an X-Wing. And he's like, thanks for saving me from the Death Star. Uh, which is, which is yeah. Uh, yeah, really fantastic. But, no Han was there, but... No Han, uh, that's right. So I guess she doesn't get a boyfriend slash husband in the future. Or she finds a better one. Or she's independent because, like, she has the rebellion, you know, but, um, it was just funny. Cause I was like, Oh, Luke's accidentally gonna like shoot. She's going to accidentally blow up the death star. And, and he ended up doing that, but Oh my goodness. I can't believe I forgot to mention this, but like when Luke is on the death star with Vader, like they, they're going to like swing it across the chasm and like Vader like kisses him on the cheek and is like for luck. And like, that was the funniest part of the whole thing. But yeah, the the Wookiee, yeah, the Wookiee's paw one was great because he's just like, I want to be a pilot. And then, you know, one of the, you know, officers is walking by and they're like, here's this extra suit. And it like throws it at him. Um, But yeah, that one, that one was really good. It was probably my, my favorite of the three, I think. And then it wrapped up, you know, pretty, pretty tidily with, uh, you know, Vinay getting like this big, like, uh, you know, power suit kind of thing that's powered by the Sith holocron. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the little, uh, you know, the mechanic kid there, uh, what was his name? Uh, Dean. Uh, yeah, Dean, that's right. Was there and kind of, kind of saved the day, fixed the ship and, uh, got him out of there. So, yeah, it was a it was a really fun little story, and I'm happy that it exists in the world. Yeah, I mean, I think I preferred the Lego Holiday Special, mm-hmm. uh, but this was a fine, you know, introduction to the spoopy season or a spooky season. Hopefully, spoopy mm-hmm. doesn't mean something that I don't know a connotation to, but <laughs> sometimes people say spoopy, so. Maybe that'll get us demonetized or something on YouTube because I didn't know all the things. Um, But Uh, one thing I was kind of expecting is Vinay. Like, his name is uh, V-A-N-E and then special E like in Padme. I thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be like, and he was a Padme person all along haunting the castle, but Mm -hmm. no. So. Yeah, I did kind of because they introduced him like at the beginning with uh, Vader and Palpatine. So I kind of expected him to be someone other than just this uh this caretaker of Vader's castle, which I guess is fine for these kinds of stories, right? You have like the uh like the crypt keeper and stuff like that. So he's, you know, kind of keeping an eye on all of these things, but yeah, it was re- it was really fun. I liked the um I liked the battle droids when they came alive and were like zombies when they had like their little red eyes and they were you know, coming to life and tripping over and falling down and stuff. I thought that that was pretty fun. And, uh, yeah, yeah just, just all in all, uh, all in all a good time. You had BB eight getting his, uh, holiday, uh, deco there when he rolled through some paint. Yeah. It, it's a cute episode and something fun for the whole family to enjoy, like during the Halloween season. And hopefully next year we, we get the Valentine's day, lego star wars special like now i'm actually like demanding that so i think it'd be funny (laughs) yeah that's that's fair i think yeah we should have these for yeah for other holidays and you know just kind of other specials i guess or hopefully they they keep doing like the like the holiday special i don't 
I at least I haven't heard. I don't think I've seen anything about them doing one this year. But you know, maybe at least every couple of years do a new one. Um, I think would be fun. So yeah, I because I, I feel like there's so much that you can parody with the holiday special. It could be. It seems like there's always like recurring like holiday specials. You know, so I'm like, let's let's make it happen. But I think that wraps it up, you know? So let us know, I guess, what holiday you would like to see LEGO Star Wars tackle and what you're going to be for Star Wars Halloween. Or do they have a Halloween in Star Wars? Uh, I don't know if they have a a proper Halloween in Star Wars. But yeah, I think you should definitely uh, dress up as your favorite Star Wars character. For Halloween, if you're yeah. going out to any any parties or trick or treating, um, you know, definitely, uh, definitely want to show Star Wars some love there in your costume. I think. Yeah. So may the spooky force be with you. I guess, and you'll hear from us soon. And you can find us on Instagram at Old Republic Podcast. And if you want to connect with me, I can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore Droid underscore. And you can connect with us on Twitter at Old Republic Pod. On Patreon, the link is in our Instagram bio, or you can find it at www.patreon.com slash Old Republic Podcast. The Old Republic Podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out. Our intro and outro themes were composed by Alistair Schurman at alistairsounds.wixsite.com forward slash Alistair Sounds. Our transition music was composed by Christian Walker at christianwalkermusic.com. This episode of the Old Republic podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the force be with you. We'll be back soon. Bye for now. <laughs>